What's up, everybody? How you doing? How you living? It is Justin and Dan Keeper. Austin Cunningham might show up mid-podcast. May not. We don't know. He was supposed to be here 20 minutes ago. He's not here. We're just rolling with the punches. Um, speaking of punches, felt like a gut punch on Sunday when there was no football and I didn't know what to do with myself. Um, had a lot of free time this weekend, which was kind of nice, honestly. Um, but I did kind of miss just having football in the background. Um, I don't know about you, Dan, but that's how I felt. I tell you, man, I have uh, fully ingrained myself in MLB hype and bullshit trade offers, bullshit free agency signings, uh, best shape. Oh, oh, my God. I don't know if I told you this. So we all know NFL training camp starts. There's the player X is in the best shape of his life. Yes. The Brewers tweeted out the other day something same vein, but way better. It was just in this scenario, it was William Contreras and Andrew Monasterio have shown up to camp muscled up. Ooh, muscled up. I was like, oh, love that. I like that. that. Muscled up. Best shape of his life. Eh, Muscled Muscled up. up. Muscled up. Yeah, we're going to start using that. Uh, (laughs) So, uh, yeah, that's kind of where I've been because uh, let's face it, we are at our core sports degenerates and. I'm not a big NCAA basketball guy. I'll watch the tournament. I'll get pissed when my bracket, you know, gets busted after doing zero research. And that's great uh, for March, which we're getting close to. But like, I need something to hyper fixate on. And now without football for a while, I need, I need something. And baseball is my vice. Yeah. And mine is, I actually do watch a lot of college basketball. Uh, Very much geek out on that. And it's funny because I don't watch the NBA. Um, so I do geek out on that and then I geek out watching golf. golf? Yes. I, uh, you would have been proud of me on Sunday morning. I had nothing to do. Like I was bored. It was raining. The Genesis. So I watched actually before that started, I watched a review of the trade show for golf, all the new technologies, new clubs, uh, simulators, all that stuff. Nice. Yeah. I was like, ah, this is sick. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, golfing out or golfing out geeking out on golf is what i actually meant to say there um yeah that's one of my favorite things to do so but either way you know we'll get back into you know there's still plenty of football to talk about right we have right we have free agency in a couple weeks we have the combine in a couple weeks and then it's draft season and i mean free agency is so fast it's like it feels like it just gets quicker and quicker to free agency so like, I think that free agency is actually my one of my favorite parts of the offseason. Like, well, duh, there's guys signing. But there's like a window from right now until the second wave of free agency where the little scouting tidbits you get, I think there's some truth to them. And then from like the combine on, everything is bullshit. Everything's a smokescreen. Yeah. Everything's a lie. You know, there's no truth in anything. Yeah. Agreed. So, Agreed. Like, so like right now, if you get some nuggets about, you know, hey, player A looks good, player A, uh, player B, so-and-so are high on them. I think there's actually a little bit of truth to that. Whereas once we get past the combine, then you have, ooh, so-and-so has this quarterback as number two in the class. Yeah, I'm calling bullshit. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, and ladies and gentlemen. Joining us. Guest speaker. Guest on the pod. Three times. First time, time long once, time. Not twice, but three times. 
Super Bowl winner. And let me tell you, this last one cost me 20 bucks. And it's the best 20 bucks I've ever spent in my life. Um, so happy to be able to carry a role like that for my team. Uh, first off, I want to thank Sidewalks for keeping me off the streets. Second, uh, to God, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, and third, Patrick Mahomes for just being the ultimate quarterback in the NFL. And to Andy Reid, what a guy. Should I keep going or should I stop? Because... Holy smokes, it feels good. And I know I listened to the last show, so don't think I'm coming in here not listening to it. I heard it. I heard Dan try and throw in another joke about him being the only Chiefs fan. It's all good. It's a I know I'm under 50% in terms of betting. That's okay. I did it to myself. I, I did. Like Nobody else time, did it. You know? <laughs> no, yeah. But I felt like I had a role in being a fan and a part of this Super Bowl run for the team. And I believed in that role wholeheartedly. And I'll tell you what, it's only crazy if it doesn't work. And it worked. So and it feels great. So wait, 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 wait a second. Are you claiming that you are the reason the Chiefs won the Super Bowl? Not not one bit. It kind yeah, of feels he, like you he, are. He's he's claiming that he had a part in it. I'm so claiming that I was worried. Him, I was able to make sure I did not fall into the trap of jinxing the run of the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, so it, it's not that you made it happen, but you didn't make it not happen. I I'm not saying I made it happen. I hope it prevented but I'm saying from I didn't, not happening. I didn't. I didn't not make it. I didn't make it not happen. It's the way my brain works, and let me tell you, it's got me back-to-back Super Bowl champs. So Yeah, yeah. Uh, nobody believed in you guys besides me, Austin. Just know that. I mean, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> He's like, I want to so, um, something. <laughs> so, uh, Mr. Veach, you have my address. Feel free to send me that ring. Uh, yeah. And now we're... Hopefully we're spending a ton of money this off season. We're coming in. I can't. I joined the show. Uh, they should. I, they're probably going to move on from some guy, so they'll be able to open up some cap space. The the cap sure, number is going to go right. up. I you know there's a rumor of it going up to what two hundred forty two million, sure. and there's a I heard two fifty. I was gonna and I was gonna say and there's sources apparently that are saying like it's going to be higher than that. So maybe it's source season. So if it does hit, if it does hit the 250, like that's higher than the 242 that I was saying, right? That I just read off of. Uh, that's going to be interesting, though, because the Chiefs are going to be able to spread things around. There, it is going to be interesting to see how they balance their cap going forward because the guy that managed that for him, his name was Brant Tillis. He went to Carolina this offseason uh, for a higher role. So, and he was pretty much like the cap guru for the Chiefs. Um, and kind of how they've handled everything. So it's going to be, again, interesting to see how they handle their contracts going forward. But, man, what an exciting time. And I, I joined the show, and you guys are talking about the draft. We're here. I mean, the Combine's, what, like weeks away at this point? I mean, we're less yeah. than a month, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so it's like, it's going to be incredible. I'm pumped. Yeah, we were just Will saying we... like how it feels like it goes by so fast now. It's like the season just ended. Yes. We just had the Super Bowl, and like free agencies in like – 20 days. Like it's yeah. crazy. I mean, franchise tag starts what next or not next week, but the week after Um, next week, not next Monday, but the Monday after it's March 5th, right? Uh, is I it? Think, I, think, I think the window, the window opens for franchise tags. 
I'm not 100 sure when it closes. Oh, it might yeah. close March 5th. Excuse yeah. me. You know, because right. usually, usually when it opens, they kind of do the whole like, hey, if you don't sign, we're going to tag you. <laughs> yeah. You know, thing. Yep. And then a lot of guys are like, dude, we all we all know you're going to tag me. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, are we going to have boots on the ground at the combine? Either of you two going? I know in the nope. past I've gone, Austin, you've gone from time to time. I've opened up the NFL draft. I don't know if you guys have seen that. I was on the opening shot of NFL Network being like, ladies and gentlemen, here is the 2023 NFL Combine. I said draft. I meant Combine. Excuse me. Really? Yeah. Mello and I Why? were. We were oh, in the stands uh, in Indianapolis. Yeah. Okay. So, so we're when standing you, there. When you and started like, that story, it was way cooler than it is now. Oh, okay. Because originally, when you said but, it was you, I imagined like you – Saying that to the camera, and then like it pans. Is that to not what you meant? No, sorry. No, he was in the we stands. Were, we were sitting in the stands, and they they were like starting the day, and like and it was zoomed in. Yeah. The camera zoomed yeah. on. Rich Eisen's like, I do remember this, yes. ladies and gentlemen. Welcome yes. to day one of the NFL Combine. Da, 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 da. I do remember actually you sending me that, and it actually yeah. was cool. But the way you were saying that story, it's actually what I thought Dan was saying. Is I thought yeah. you I'm like, yeah, I had a good guess. I'm on the microphone. Ladies and gentlemen, here is the NFL Combine. Well, I thought that, like, like, they had the some fans, like, the fans talking. Like, they do that during the draft all the time, right? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. anyway. yeah, yeah, Austin was the uh, Make-A-Wish kid, and his wish was to open up the NFL Draft Company. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's, the Make-A-Wish has gotten him three Super Bowls, so I can't talk shit. So, um, yeah. Thank hey, you for uh, saying that. So I didn't have you to. only get you only get three wishes from the genie, right? Yeah. God, God, I hope that's a. I hope you're out of wishes. That's all I hope. So, I ain't wishing for those. If I had wishes, I'll tell you that. Yeah, he gets those organically. No, no, no. If when we started this podcast, and and Happy you had years. three wishes, you're going to tell me one of those wishes wouldn't have been for Kansas City Chiefs to win a Super Bowl. It wouldn't have been for one. Would it have been for three? It would have been for a dynasty. Well, uh... no, honestly, at the time, like a playoff win, I'd have been at like an AFC championship. You know what I mean? Like well, you a trip were... to the Super Bowl. I would yeah. have been happy with at that point in time. Cause like this is what I was kind of talking about a couple weeks ago. It was like, it was so hard. And you guys were like, yo, it's not that hard. Like you guys have had so much success. It was just so disappointing being a Chiefs fan reaching the playoffs because you just knew something bad was going to happen. And it just – it happened again and again and again. And I thought this year was going to be similar with Mahomes, and luckily it did not. And This is uh, funny you bring that up because uh, just the other day on my Facebook memories, it was uh, would you hit your best friend with a car for your favorite sports team to win, like, the title – Mm-hmm. And my buddy's comment was, dude, as soon as I get done hitting you, you got to hit me. Like, <laughs> we need two of these things. <laughs> like, it's not a question, yes or no. It's just like, are you okay? Yeah. Once I hit you, you need to get in the car and hit me. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, would you slap your sibling for a billion dollars? Like, if I got to do yes. it with a five. With a, with a B, yeah. Like, I, I slapped uh, him for free. Like, yeah, you, I'll take a um, billion dollars. There's this, I, I don't know their names, but there's this couple on TikTok. And it's a like, would you slap me for a million dollars? And he immediately turns and goes, "Are medical bills included, or do I? Does that come out of my million dollars?" <laughs> I'm like, "Damn, good answer." <laughs> Relax. That's hilarious. But like, seriously, I, I wonder if it does. 
Um, he goes, but, right. I slap you as hard as I can. So I'm not sure how far you guys got into the, the conversation here because I did join in late, so I do apologize. But it is good seeing you boys. Also, sorry again for missing last week. Kind of sucked, but all good, man. Uh, all good. Was also celebrating um, in multiple ways until, yeah, the, the inevitable bad happened. Yeah. Um, more yep. stories have come out and on. I'm not sure if you guys have seen it or whatnot, but it was guys that got into a verbal dispute and they resolved it with firing guns and yep. not good at all. Um, but, you know, there's no easy way to transition out of that. The The day leading up to that point was a lot of fun. Um, downtown Kansas City was exciting. The weather was so, so nice. Um, it was probably the best parade they've had so far. And I like I feel like such a douchebag saying that though, right? Like, how privileged are we to be like, yeah, for like this Super Bowl parade, like we're gonna go stand here and do this and then go sit down and watch them talk on stage because like you get a better view or you get to actually hear what they're saying and you're not as crowded. Like so it was like lessons were learned heading into it this year. Uh, but it was it was a lot of fun and very exciting. And in the midst of all of it. Throughout the week, NCAA coming out with a huge announcement. You guys talked about it a little bit last week. I think you mentioned it, but there wasn't anything else that kind of really okay. go into it. But I know this is Dan Keeper's baby, so I will so, watch now. I've thought about this quite a bit, and uh, I I think until I know Trace right away, you kind of came out and said they didn't really announce anything per se. They more of just confirmed that it's going to be back. But uh, so there's going to be teaser videos when things get leaked. I'm sure it'll be summer. So, you know, we're going to go over it quite a bit here on the pod. But right now, like immediately, is there a school from the old game or a school that you hope to be in the game that you guys immediately like, I cannot wait to use school X, you know, besides your current uh, favorite teams being, you know, Texas and Utah. Yeah, a thousand percent. It's called a Missouri State. That's where okay. I went to school, and they you think are they going to be in the game though? They should be. I mean, if like South be. Dakota State or North Dakota State's going to be in the game, which have been winning national titles for the last ten years, surely okay. Missouri because they're in the same conference. So, yep, yep. Uh, my I mean Homerism, but like mine would be like Utah Tech. So the college that's next to me, they just became they just became D one um, last year. So uh, yeah, I. Like they'd be a lot of fun to play with. Um, I used to always play Marshall a lot. Marshall was always like a fun like starter school. Um, I mean, back in the day, I mean, you could be Utah because you were in the Mountain West. You weren't like in the big conference, right? So that was always fun. Um, trying to think of who else I, I used to start out as Idaho a lot, just because they were always yeah. the, the worst. Maybe don't. Yeah. So I'd say those teams probably. Uh, okay. So like I. I've played a lot of it. I still play a lot of NCAA 14 and I really like university of Southern Alabama for a couple of reasons. Yeah. One, it's us, it's USA Two, the colors are red, white, and blue. Like how can you not uniforms are sick. Um, but the problem is I don't like using schools in uh, like sec territory, like Florida or Alabama because the recruiting hotbeds are so good. So yeah. I don't like using those schools. I don't like using Ohio schools for the same reason. And I don't like using California schools. So I do those really play into effect in the game. Yeah, because yeah. like those are your pipeline states, so you get a lot yep. of like extra recruiting stuff. So yep. I should be honest with this. I never understood how Texas like is that, the same way. Like I never understood how that worked. Like 
while so the like, game was out. So I yep. always just did a creative player and just dominated for four years. So, <laughs> so like dynasty is the best way to play the game. So like, let's say that you are Wisconsin, for example. Okay. You don't get a lot of five stars. Okay. So the way recruits look at things much like in real life, they go, okay, your playing style, proximity to home, national exposure, way you can go, uh, you know, pro potential, all that. All stuff. those are like things that have ratings or stars. Yeah, in your the school, game. your school, wow. gets a, a your school gets an A through D minus rating on those things. Yep. Okay. And then each recruit has three things that's that very important, important to, them. to them. Yes. So, like, how you rank on the things they enjoy is how many bonus points you would yeah. get every week in recruiting. And then you recruit so, and you have, you have certain things you can like, you're going to say to them, like they have like yep. dedicated That's on 13, not have, 14. Yeah. That's on really? 13, 14. Yeah. So then, cow, uh, that so is then cool. you also get pipeline states. So like, let's say I'm Wisconsin, obviously Wisconsin's going to be one of my pipeline states. So if someone's from Wisconsin, I get like a 50 point bonus. Uh, and then if you get like six or eight players from another state, then that becomes a pipeline state where all recruits from that state will get that bonus. So like, what I always did is I started zero. I started a completely level zero G five offensive coordinator yeah. and I play up and then I don't get to pick what school I go to uh, per se. I go to the coaching carousel and like whatever jobs open, I get offered. Yeah. So like I try to go from a G five coordinator to a G five head coach or a very low power five job like Vanderbilt. And then you kind of work your way up Yeah. is what I do. Yep. It's fun. You, so you do we that as a coach. Yeah. Yeah. But you still play all the games. You still play the games, but stuff. like your name but is your coach. Yeah, but like you are the head Austin coach. Cunningham will be the offensive coordinator to start out. Like you're not, you don't create a player, you create a coach. But like you're still doing with all the recruiting aspect. Of yeah, stuff. you still yeah. do all the recruiting. You still do as all you move the... up into like higher positions. Do you get yeah. more responsibilities in terms of the recruiting? Well, you have it all right away from the get go. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, but wow, yeah. yeah, you're missing out. Like it's fun. Well, you'll join our dynasty, and it'll then. You'll get the hang of we'll it probably well. do that. We'll probably do like a one with just like us three as yeah. like a like a trainer to do because like it's gonna be a lot on the new game with NIL and all that shit. Like yeah. there's gonna be a learning curve. And it's obviously sure. not just a reskin of 14. So like yeah. Austin, you might be better off like starting fresh versus everybody else who has to like retrain our brain yeah. and whatnot. So yeah, yeah. So all right, cool uh topics for today i know we're already what 20 minutes into the episode but we're going to talk some free agent quarterbacks and running backs just focus on those two positions austin i have a list i'm just going to start naming off players we're going to say who where we think they end up and where we would like to see them basically uh let's start off with the hottest name i think in the nfl right now uh of where he's going to end up and that's justin fields uh, if am I going first then? Sure, sure, it doesn't matter. You are now. Uh, everyone is saying Atlanta, and I absolutely love it. Uh, I think it was Mike Greenberg that said the, this morning on Get Up, uh, he liked Pittsburgh. It was kind of one of the five things that he wants to see this offseason happen, and I like that fit a lot. Um, but I just I hope for Justin Fields' sake, he can go to Atlanta and almost force himself there because one, he's from Atlanta. Went to Georgia for a little bit before transferring to Ohio State. Was clearly the better decision for his career, collegiate career. But if you can go home and you can play on that offense that has those studs, that would just be so much fun. And again, 
you stay in the NFC. You're not you're not going to the AFC where it's already overloaded with quarterbacks and and tough offenses every every lick of the way. You can go to the NFC, and if you continue to develop like you have, um, and you're progressing like some of these other talking heads see you have after watching tape and stuff, and I think it's Chase Daniels that I've been following on Instagram that's just been saying like. Justin Fields is like he has gotten better every year. You can see he's just so close. He just he needs help. And if you go to Atlanta, I feel like you have that. You're going to be ready to rock and roll. And that would be a ton of fun because our Falcons almost won that division last year. Should just aside from a guy that was the quarterback on our team, uh, loves to give the ball away to the other team once he got inside the twenty yard line. Yes. Go Bearcats. Our Bearcats, never forget. Um, so I think Fields to Atlanta is like the home run thing everybody's been rooting for since like week 12 last year. Yeah. Uh, it seems like that's been the thing. The aesthetic would be on point. The vibes would be immaculate. Uh, just to throw another spot out there, I wouldn't hate him in Las Vegas that's with the Raiders um, because they're a team that isn't necessarily in shooting range for one of the top quarterbacks this year, but they obviously need to make a quarterback move. Uh, and or, uh, Anthony Pierce is a you know a coach who really emphasized running the ball down the stretch, so I think he could get really creative with uh, Justin Fields. The only thing that stops us, I think, dead in its tracks, is that they hired Luke Getzey to be their offensive coordinator. And yeah. if I'm Justin Fields, I'm looking at that and say, no effing way. Totally. It's not that I'm going to unfollow you guys on Instagram. I'm never going to follow you. Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, I was going to go with the Raiders as well. Um, but since you took that, honestly, another one that I wouldn't hate is the Vikings. They move on from Kirk Cousins. Mm. and then, That'd be sick. Then they go and get him. I think that'd be a sick like, combo. I think the Bears would be absolutely terrified to make that trade. I mean, they would never, they never would. And I'm not, and I'm not calling that. I'm just saying something that I would like to see, right? Sure. Like, not yeah. like my guess is the Raiders. What I would like to see is the Vikings. Obviously, it would never happen because of the division, but it's just something I'd like to see. Um, all right. Russell Wilson. You guys haven't seen minus 250 odds to go to the Steelers. Yeah. And Already? I think that's a really a perfect fit. Um, I'll go first on this one. Uh, yeah, I think it's a perfect fit. You know, Russell Wilson, say what you will about in Denver. Sean Payton showed up not wanting him to have that job. Like from day one, he did not want Russell Wilson. And we've seen it before. I mean, look what uh, happened in Miami with Tua and Brian Flores. It was not a good relationship, and neither one of them were better for it. Like both Flores and Tua got better once they divorced each other, uh, went their separate ways. So, I mean, if you look how Russ was – uh, effective and winning in Seattle, you can kind of draw some parallels, a good running game, a couple young uh, stud wide receivers. I mean, you can kind of see it going together and maybe him being with a coach like Tomlin, who is the CEO type, the, Hey, everybody shut up and get in line type. Nobody really speaks out. I could see that working for us. Yeah. When you put it that way, that actually makes a lot of sense. But I do not want to see Russell Wilson go to Pittsburgh just because I think that holds Pittsburgh back even more. Um, I feel like if you're Mike Tomlin, the seat's already getting kind of hot from the outside. You know what I mean? And if there's smoke, there's got to be fire somewhere, no matter how big it is. Um, if I'm looking at Russell Wilson, though, like 
Maybe the Giants can look at it as a blend year if it doesn't work out with Jan- with Daniel Jones. I think they could be, you know, a good candidate to maybe be trading up and getting somebody. Maybe uh, their head coach is kind of sitting here looking at him like, you know what, I'm I'm not wasting any more time with Daniel Jones. I know we paid him last year. Let's get out of this. Let's go get the kid that we really want and make it happen. Um, and if the Bears do trade Justin Fields, we all know Caleb Williams is going one. Maybe your guys Drake May. Maybe it's Jaden Daniels. Maybe it's J.J. McCarthy. It doesn't matter. If Dable finds the guy that he wants and he wants to tag his name to it and his career to him, you're the Giants. You go make that work. You know what I mean? And then you can go do something else in free agency in terms of receiver. Maybe you pay Saquon. I don't know. It looks like the I saw a rumor today that they're not looking to franchise tag him, so he's probably going to hit the open market. It'll be interesting to see where he ends up at. Um, but a team that stuck out for me with Russell Wilson, like the uh, – the New Orleans Saints. You really thinking Derek Carr is your future? You think that's going to work? I don't necessarily do. I think there is going to be, or I shouldn't say I think, it would be neat to see kind of like a little transition of Russell Wilson goes to the Saints, Derek Carr goes to the Vikings, and Kirk Cousins is able to go anywhere he so chooses. Now, whether that what that destination is, I don't like maybe that's Pittsburgh. Like if you're Pittsburgh and you're Mike Tomlin, it's like, okay, we can get a quarterback in here that's going to make the right decision and take care of the football and get the ball to our playmakers and we'll go from there because he's not scared to throw the rock down the field. And it feels like that's what the Steelers have been missing with those guys that they have on the outside. Yeah. Sky's the limit for those wide receivers if Kirk Cousins throwing him the ball. So that'd be sick. Um, Wilson, I, I actually had it written down for the Falcons. I know you guys had fields there, but that's what I had there. Also, would be a, would kind of be interesting to see him in New England as well. Uh, again, not oh, calling yeah. that, but like him in New England, I could see. Um, given I, I know that they're probably going to go wide, uh, quarterback in the draft, but like what if they don't, right? What if they go Marvin Harrison Jr., right? And then they go and get a Russell Wilson for quarterback or something like that. Um, okay, Cousins. I already said my piece on Cousins. Uh, so anybody? I want to go the same, basically full explanation Austin did for the Atlanta Falcons taking Justin Fields. And imagine if we put Kirk Cousins in Atlanta and we are turnkey, the immediate favorite to win that division, I would say probably have a legitimate shot at a top two seed coming out of the NFC. Uh, because other teams are going to get cannibalized a lot more than you are. And yeah. I think Atlanta with Kirk Cousins would absolutely cook. Yeah, it would. Like, really that good. would be fun. Yeah, be a lot I like that a lot, actually. Yep. And would that be the much best as, team he's played on? Like, in terms of playmakers? No, no. Uh, well, it's – like They, have, every, they have two receivers. Like they don't have a Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. Yeah. But I think uh, – Like, the, Drake London, he, he – right. Drake London had a quietly a good season. Oh, yeah. just, and I think the the sum of the parts outweighs that one, uh, you know, true elite option. And like you said, or we're about to say, before I interrupted you, sorry, Drake London could be an upper echelon NFL wide receiver with the quarterback like Kirk Cousins. Yeah. yeah, I would say this year was probably. I mean, this year was probably Kirk's best. Right? He had Hawkinson, he had Jefferson, and yeah. then he had then he had Jordan Addison. Like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. pretty good combo there. So, okay. Uh, I think we all agree. Baker's not going anywhere, right? Like he's just, Shouldn't. Like, yeah. yeah. Shouldn't. So, um, I, like for him, I hope he's able to stay yeah. in Tampa. Like, I really like that for him. It seems things seem to be going well. Same. Even though he did lose his OC. Yeah. 
Carolina, no. It's going to be interesting. So um, now we're getting into lower tier players that are probably going to just be backups. Uh, We have Tannehill or Minshew. Any opinions on either of those guys? If you're Indianapolis, you better hang on to Minshew. I mean, you you made enough happen with him to to nearly make the playoffs and win that division. Um, It's going to be interesting to see what – Indianapolis is sneaky – sneaky good next year you know mm-hmm. they got that the receivers the are they bringing back jonathan taylor yes he signed a contract yeah, signed excuse a me um michael Pittman jr is a free agent what are you gonna they, do there they already said they're tagging him they did okay basically perfect. but without saying it they said it okay, like they were just perfect. like yeah he's not going anywhere good good for them then because that would have been a massive loss but it could have been a huge hit for another team in terms of free Agreed. agent uh availability Agreed. yeah so yeah, that would be fun. If Minshew stay there, Tannehill, though, like Steelers. Steelers back so, up because he so with Arthur Smith again. I kind of throw Tannehill and uh, a name down the list. I think we can just cross off right here is uh, Jacoby Brissett. I think both of those guys are in the same bucket where if you draft a quarterback, this is a good guy to sign to start three games. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, he's a good guy to come in. You can have that talk to him like, hey, listen, we know, you know, you're at the end of your career. You're not getting a long-term contract anywhere. We can keep you around. You know, that, uh, I guess, late stage uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick kind of quarterback where it's like, come in, teach the kid how to be a pro, and we can get two years out of here or something like that. I wouldn't mind that in New England. Yeah, him going back to New England. I would like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Or like Tannehill going to New England. Or Tannehill, yeah. I would like, for Brissett, I would like the Broncos. I would like them to roll with That'd him and, and Jarrett Stidham and just be like, best one wins this job. Like, mm-hmm. they're not in a position to get a quarterback this year. So, like, just roll with those guys. Like, both of them a, have a shot. A uh, Drew Locke, I mean, if he'd go back, a uh, yeah. Drew Locke, Jacoby Brissett quarterback room would be max vibes. Yes. I would watch yes, that on Hard Knocks. I would 100% cool. watch it on Hard Knocks. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Any team that takes Drew Log, I would watch on Hard Knocks. If we're being honest, <laughs> yeah, that's also fair. All right, cool. I think we've talked about basically everybody here. Uh, let's go over to running backs real quick. Uh, Austin, you brought up Saquon already, um, yep. but let's go and dive into it. Saquon, any any takers here? Dolphins. Okay. Dolphins. Bills. I think. No, I like this. James Cook came on strong last year, and they yeah, were able to uh, keep Brady. Yeah, I think I know where you're going. I hate my answer. Houston. Houston. That would slap. Yeah, it would I, suck. Yeah, it would suck. That would go. That That'd would go really so hard. Great for CJ Stroud. So good. That'd be yeah. great for Saquon, dude. Yeah. Be like, hey, yeah. you know what it's like to not get the ball and have uh, ten guys around you immediately. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, is uh is Philly an option? No, Philly. surely he won't stay in division. Why not? He's Team's not going to stop him. He's a yeah. whatever the hell he yeah. wants. Yeah. Um, but I do like that. I kind of like that. Uh, I don't know if they have the money, though. Um, Josh Jacobs. Dolphins. <laughs> You're going to say Dolphins on everybody. Um, no, no, no. There's only two I don't want. Um, Josh Jacobs, hear me out, guys. The Chargers. I literally was just about to say, gosh, dang it. Yeah. Like you, uh, you know, Harbaugh wants like a exactly. pound dude. And Harbaugh, Josh Jacobs be Harbaugh it. wants, you know, Harbaugh that Harbaugh wants that bell cow. Yep. He exactly. absolutely does. Yeah. 
that that so that's my answer as well. Austin. So Josh Jacobs, sorry, my dog knocked my head to the Chargers Peter and about threw it on the ground here. So that's why I was to the Chargers uh, for the Josh Jacobs to the Chargers for toxic masculinity with Jim Harbaugh. I don't like that at all because he just like it's like, oh, he's leaving the Raiders. Thank God. It's like, oh, now he's with the Chargers. Sick. This freaking blows. Um, Seattle. I like that fit. Um, I know there's kind of. I mean, they just spent back-to-back second-round picks on guys. I just don't see them. Yeah, but like Kenneth Walker is Seattle, good, guys. Yeah, he, he is, is good. good, but like the thing with Seattle, I feel like they've just been so cursed at the running back position that like you just can't get a guy to stay healthy the entire season. And Josh yeah. Jacobs maybe he's not a great example because he's not necessarily been that either. But it's like maybe you get three guys that can't consistently stay healthy, but one of them will be throughout the year. Yeah. Yep, for sure. Uh, also, Maybe, Carolina. Uh, Ari- Carolina. I was gonna say Arizona, but I like Carolina a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah, Arizona though as well. I, they do like they do like. Uh, why am I blanking on his name? James Connor. Two first names. Yeah, James two first names. James Connor. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, who else do we got? Uh, Derek Henry. Yes. Uh, I mean, Jeez, I think this one's already written in stone. Ravens He's going to the Ravens. Yeah. That is a culture fit, Which is a vibe fit. Absolutely yeah. terrifying for everyone. I yes. got another one. I actually okay. don't. I actually don't think the Ravens are the favorite. Oh, love you, Thank Dolphins. You so much. Dolphins. Dallas Cowboys. Okay, show your work. Pollard's not the guy. Like he can't be the guy. They they franchise right. tag him so they can just let him walk. They're going to say, hey, look how close we were. The difference last year was we couldn't just continue to run the ball when we wanted to. Everything was on deck. Our defense is elite. Like what we needed was something to be able to just like keep teams on their toes, let CeeDee Lamb cook. Brandon Cooks was clearly the right choice on the other side. We found Ferguson tight end up the middle. Like literally what we didn't have was a true pound run guy. It's Mike McCarthy. You know he go, he wants to do that as well. It just seems like a fit. Derrick Henry's going to want to go to somewhere that he thinks has a legit chance at a Super Bowl. I mean, I know the Cowboys lost in their first playoff game, but like, let's not forget like how good the fucking Cowboys yeah. were last year. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they were so good. So that's my take. As I actually think, and I think that Jerry Jones is officially sick of losing. Like, like I think that like, oh. like he's finally hit that limit of like, okay, like. I kind of got soft a little bit and it's time and he's going to, he's going to go in. And you, you think that Jerry Jones wasn't like, God, I missed Zeke last year. Like, God oh, damn it. He's sure. right. But just a guy to pound the like, force. Yeah. 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 So um, that's my take. I, I saw Mike Greenberg also say this this morning. So I'm sorry if I'm just repeating him. Uh, if you know, you're listening to the podcast, like, okay, great. Now I get to listen to get up in the morning too here, but he also had Stefan Diggs to the Cowboys. And I think if you're the Cowboys, I didn't think about Derek Henry. But if you're the Cowboys and you're able to land Derrick Henry and Stephon Diggs this offseason, I think you've won the offseason. I literally would like, bet on the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl if they got those two. I mean, your your offense would have every single piece it's needed. Like, there would be yeah. no excuse for Dak Prescott. You would need to attack your offensive line. Like, you would need to get yep. a new left tackle if uh, – oh, my gosh. Tyron Smith. Is, thank you. Uh, happens to leave in free agency, which is a possibility. Uh yep. Uh, our guy Mello brought it up to me at the parade. Actually, he was like, "Hey, why don't the Chiefs go get him at left tackle and actually give Patrick Mahomes some true time 
uh, in a true solid left tackle. I would absolutely love that Um, because I had not thought of that. But, like, Cowboys, you can go draft one or you can find one. You know what I mean? Like, you have the money. But if you can land those, lock those three positions in, that offense is going to be scary. And that defense was already good enough. You did lose your defensive coordinator. But, like, you got enough guys on that defense that it does – I don't think it matters who your defensive coordinator is. You're going to be fine. Agreed. Austin Eckler. So – I like the Rams for Austin Eckler. I think he's a scheme fit. Team him up with Kyron, keep them both fresh. And I think Sean McVay can look at Austin Eckler and be like, okay, I know what's wrong here. I can fix him and get a good year out of him. So, and the Rams are also in that, you know, with Matt Stafford, every year is one last ride. So why not take a risk on a, you know, on an aging running back on a one-year deal? They'll probably get him for like, Four million bucks, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I was just gonna say, I got a question. It was gonna be, what do we think his salary uh, ends up being? And if it's that four million mark, two teams immediately stick out that could use a pass catching back, uh, just to kind of have throughout the season. One, the Cincinnati Bengals, um, just to kind of sit there and pair and have as another option for Joe Burrow to dump the ball off of. Um, and then the Kansas City Chiefs, because I don't know what they're doing with Clyde Edward Tiller or Jarek McKinnon, and yep. they clearly use multiple running backs throughout the season, and Austin Eckler would be a fantastic addition uh, for Mahomes in terms, you know, we see how much they give the ball to Jarek McKinnon and let him go to work and score touchdowns. Um, maybe Kansas City can do the same thing with Austin Eckler. Yeah, I like that. I like those. And I did think about the Bengals as well, but I know that they really liked Chase Brown, the rookie last year, who really like, came on at the end. But... Who magically got fast, by the way. Yeah. He was so fast. He was yeah. not fast at Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. Um, just trying to think of like who else could like could use him. Um, shit, man. If DeAndre Swift leaves, I mean, him on the Eagles. Seems that like yeah. that could make sense. Um, all right, cool. Pollard, my take is the Saints. I think Kamara leaves. I think they get rid of Kamara. They bring in. They bring in Pollard. Where's Kamara go though? And I, we've had this talk yeah. as Kamara. And know. the talk, the talk we had was Kamara to the Rams, um, which I think would be amazing. yeah. Even though we, had, and this is not a slight on Tyron Williams. Tyron Williams, I think, is a top five running back in the NFL. It's just like he got hurt, missed six games last year. So like you clearly need a number two behind him. Why not mm-hmm. get an aging running back like that can come in and, and spill. Um, so anyways. So uh, on Tony Pollard, how do you guys feel about the giants? Cause like, I think Saquon's gone. Yeah, I think they yeah. need something. And in the draft, I don't think like, obviously, you know, financially it makes sense to take a running back in the draft. But honestly, I think they just need so much talent on their roster. If they can spend, you know, two for 12, something like that to get a Tony Pollard. And then like, okay, fixed. We can grab a couple of UDFAs at running back and run this thing back. Yeah, I think I that, actually like, that makes sense to me. I like Kamara in New York better if they're going to be drafting a young quarterback. Yeah. A guy that you can dump the ball off to and let him go to work. Yeah. And then if you can land another receiver. I mean, there's just the thing about this draft class is it feels like there's so many guys at receiver that are going to have like that kind of gadgetness to them that are going to be quality players. They're not just one dimensional. Um, yeah. And I think that's something that's really interesting and something that Brian Dable can hopefully take advantage of uh, and find to operate in his offense. Because I think the giants, 
for some reason, like the Giants and the Falcons, to me, are two teams in the NFC that just feel like they're so, so close to having it figured out. They're just missing a piece or two. And we're going to watch them take off. We're going to be like, holy shit, where do these guys come from? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. DeAndre Swift. I have I just to go back to the Eagles, got. dude. Go back to the Eagles, man. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I like Carolina um, with him. Okay. All right. Do you think they, they go Eagles running backs back to back years? That's yeah, also fair. Might point. as well. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, Chupa wasn't like, if we're being honest, was DeAndre Swift like that much better than having Chuba Hubbard already in house? Because yeah. Chuba played really well for them. Yeah. And for and the Miles cost, Sanders I think. Right. And so I think like for the cost, I would just run back with Chuba. Yeah, probably. Uh, we've seen we've seen what Dave Canales can do with a pass catching running back, uh, Rashad White. If he was on your yeah. fantasy team, congrats. So like, thank you. But I, I I'm also a huge uh, I'm a huge Chuba stand. So that's fair. Little, little um, there. My so I had two takes on Swift. One was yes, stay with the Eagles. Number two, go to the Packers and they get rid of AJ Dillon. I think AJ Dillon's going to walk either way. Yeah. So then you just I like do AJ a... Dillon to the Raiders. Then, like, if the Raiders are losing Josh Jacobs, they've got to replace him with somebody. AJ yeah. Dillon, you let him pound the rock and you control the clock in that division. But they got Zimmer White. In a good spot. Zimmer White is good. I actually really Zimmer like White. Zimmer White. He's um, like AJ Dillon. If AJ Dillon was good, yeah, AJ Dillon's so bad. <laughs> um, Singletary. Singletary should go to whatever team just needs four yards because he, he is the ultimate underrated running back. He should stay. Like, I mean, he, he absolutely should stay. He dominated last year with Houston. He should he stay. Did. He did. He did. But, I mean, he kind of was able to take off once the offensive line got healthy for Houston. Yeah. So he really had that advantage. Uh, For some reason, like the Chargers popping up in my mind, like yeah. you're going to sit there and pass the ball this much and you want four yards, yeah, we'll give it to this guy and let him go eat, and then we can continue to just move the chains here. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, I do have Gus uh, Edwards. I would say Gus Edwards, but like he just feels like he's going to be a Raven for yeah, life. Yeah, it does feel like, like he's that. got the he's like the he's got that him and Boston Scott seem yeah. like this like you're just going to be with that team forever and you're going <laughs> to yeah. have a random game with three yeah. touchdowns. Like it's just going to happen. Like Gus Edwards is going to stay with the Ravens his whole career, or he's going to shock everybody and sign with the fucking like. Browns, like and we'll day never one hear from him again. Yeah, and we'll never exactly. hear from him again. Yeah. yeah. Um, here's another team that we've not mentioned, like the Titans. They're losing Derrick Henry. We know that. Tajay they're going to need another running back by committee. Um, Ash, do you think you can just co- solely rely on Spears though? No, or is it just no. drafting I mean, guy Spears and, basically single handedly beat then, USC in the Rose Bowl. So I mean, yep. And then the Never other forget. Team, the New England Patriots, like they're just. I would like to see the Patriots put somebody with uh, with Stevenson. Um, but I think that's I, mean, I think they're going to go back to Zeke, man. Like he did fine. I don't know why they wouldn't. He would yeah. it's, if that was a good marriage. Otherwise, Zeke would be a good guy for. Uh, oh my god, man! Like the Cowboys. Yeah, <laughs> Zeke would be a great guy. Cowboys. <laughs> uh, come back. But like, honestly, even like a team like Miami, who just desperately needs a between the tackles player. Uh, Zeke very clearly Actually, still has some juice and great like pass that. protection for the Dolphins. Yeah, I missed my opportunity on this one. Josh Jacobs to Miami feels really good. They tried to trade for him. 
So yeah, yeah. They tried to trade for Jonathan Taylor. They tried to trade for Josh Jacobs. So I would not be surprised if uh, they make a move, even though Raheem Mostert ran for a thousand touchdowns last year. Yeah. And like pairing a pairing a uh, a like between tackles power back with Devon Achain though is like yeah that is perfect thunder and lightning hundred percent totally agree there so all right cool well um, we came into this saying that this episode was going back twenty twenty five minutes we are now at about forty five so love it that just means that we there's more to talk about than we always planned so I love it Um, next episode free agency, wide receivers, which is going to be a hot topic, and some defensive players. And then the next episode is going to be like, shit, we're a week away. <laughs> like, what are we hearing? Yeah. So it's going to be awesome. So um, anything else from you guys before we sign off? Nothing. Life is okay. good. Appreciate you, boys. Okay. We appreciate you all. And tonight we've been talking football.